Welcome to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. I will be your host every third Friday of the month on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle, inspiring you to thrive from the inside out. And once again, good morning, Benny. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm great. I always appreciate you. I never, ever want to take you for granted. Oh. You are an amazing person, and you always just make me feel so comfortable and oh. and safe and like I can do this hard thing. Oh, you are quite welcome, and I'm so sorry I missed last show. I was uh, out doing some other stuff, but, I mean, I'm here yeah. again, so it's good to see you. You mean you have a work-life balance? Imagine you know. That. Sometimes it's just gotta you gotta do it. You know, just sometimes. Well, you're you're not even a woman, so I can't coach you. You have got it. <laughs> well, I've learned a lot from the last twenty years of being here at KKNW, so I've got. I can imagine. Yeah, I can imagine you have, and I am so happy to have two guests with me today, and it's always a joy for me to bring. Uh, Humbly, I say, and excitedly, experts and normal human beings, people that, that don't come to you as a pie in the sky, high up there above you, but people that come to you as fellow people on a journey on this earth and people that I admire, uh, people that I've, I, I have observed, um, maybe their podcast or their life and I invite them to come on my show to share with you. And so it is today. And my first guest I would like to introduce to you is Jaseya Azure. Zure. I knew I was going to mess it up, but it's just such a beautiful name, doesn't it? Azure. Beautiful. And I met Jaseya at a belly dancing class that she was offering at Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness. And I participated with her. Uh, I admired her gentle energy, her sense of a community, her authenticity, her willingness to be vulnerable. And now she's with me again at a new location, same, same shop, but new location. And she has been helping me host a Community Wellness Wednesday. And it's just an opportunity for people to come into the shop and relax, regenerate, have some warm soup, be in community. And it's, uh, it's starting to reach the community, and our hope is that they will take advantage of this opportunity. So just say a welcome, and I will be touching base with you a little bit more. And it's through Jaseya that I got acquainted with um, Dr. Pete Gagliardo. And how'd I do, Dr. Pete? You did wonderful. <laughs> I love it. And um, he and Jaseya host a podcast, a radio show, YouTube, uh, every Wednesday. And they just talk about the things that they do to help the world be a better place and their ideas about what's going on in the world the mental challenges, the physical challenges. And so, Dr. Pete, I am uh, very happy to have you. I also know in your coaching, you really like to focus on uh, people's mindset and what it takes for people to thrive and be successful, overcoming limiting beliefs. So I'm very, very happy, full of gratitude 
And so let's get started. I like just diving right in, okay? Just say, uh, I'm still a little bit old fashioned, women first, okay? <laughs> I would love for you to tell our audience how you started on the journey that for health and wellness uh, and what inspired you to begin to offer your services to your community. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Um, well, you know, as far as the nutrition aspect, um, I had to dive deep when my body said no, and there was nothing I could do um, but take care of my body. And so I found my amazing um, nutritionist, and her name is Joanna Thorne, and she has an I Live Vibrantly. Um, that's like her business and the way that she conducts someone getting back to their health. And it's now uh, morphing into a cyclical wisdom for the modern woman. And so through mm. eating and, uh, you know, being cyclical within your eating and within nature, within your own self and mindset and everything, um, you get back to wellness. So it was a, you know, hard journey that brought me to an amazing opportunity. And as far as uh, working with hypnosis, it was um, when I was in Portland and just trying to figure out the next thing I should study to try to do something that I like and just try to figure out career. And I realized that that would be a really great opportunity because I've always loved the subconscious um, and just the depths that we can all go to and come to. And so I started that journey and um, that's a short version. <laughs> Beautiful. And where do you think you are today compared to where you were when you started? Yeah, great question. Um, well, as far as my health, um, it's obviously all connected, the, <laughs> the physical, the mm -hmm. spiritual, the mental. I mean, that's what we always talk about. I've just understood that on a deeper and deeper level as I work with um, food and realizing the importance of where it comes from, how it was um, brought to you, and then how you bring it to your own table, to your own mouth. It really just brings the cyclical full circle of, um, you know, soil using better, um, not using chemicals, you know, and, and all the way to your plate and your mindset and all of that. It's just really kind of this whole experience has just brought me to a deeper physical, truthful, scientific explanation that we're all connected. I feel like that that has been sort of a phrase that someone could scoff at and go, oh, come on, don't be so, you know, whatever the word you might want to use. And now it's like, no, it's clearer than ever. Soil, nutrition, the way we think, the way that we ingest the way we go around the world the way that we breathe or don't breathe it's all so connected so i think that's where it's brought me in an even stronger way it's beautiful and it's true you know words that used to be considered new age like quantum right now we know it's no longer new age it's, it's a reality something like mycelium which was like oh these guys are just a bunch of mushroom heads now we know that runs across the world and connects us all and so I appreciate that awareness because when we all come to that awareness, I believe we'll help the world vibrate higher and it starts within ourselves. It slowly vibrates 
like an aura out. And so I appreciate you sharing that in your vulnerability and your journey. And Dr. Pete, is it all right if I call you Dr. Pete? I love it. Yeah. Oh, I love it too. You've earned it. And I would love to hear a little bit about yourself and how you got to your journey and how is your life now compared to what it was because of maybe the suffering, like Josea said, suffering seems to be the mystical catapult that puts us on our journey. And I've never met anyone who serves people that did not suffer so that they could serve the way that they're called to. And maybe you're different, but I well, don't think so. <laughs> Can I you tell us a little no bit, Dr. Pete? I am no different. Um, I, I think back on my journey and one of the most critical moments for me was when I was 18, 19 years old, right? And my very first apartment, and I look back on it. Now, when I say this was not an amazing apartment, it, it was one where the bedroom had a giant hole in the ceiling, right? You, you could put a ball on the floor and it would just roll right across, you know? And it was so, I say 1950s electronics, like the oven, the stove, the heaters, like, you know, but it was what I could afford at that time, All right? Then on top of it, I remember I had um, my car and it wasn't in the greatest shape. Every night when I got home, I had to plug it in just so it could charge the battery, just so I could get to and from work the next day. You know, living paycheck to paycheck, like, you know, everyone else. And I just remember going, is this my life? Like, like, is this what I'm supposed to do? Like, just live this way? Because I could not see a different life, you know? And, and for me, that's when I really started to look at everything I learned growing up. And I realized during that time that I never learned a better way to be. Like, my idea of paying bills was how do I write a check that I know will bounce, but not bounce in a time where another check will bounce, you know? And it was such a balancing act. And uh, I would like to say I was good at it, but it's not a good skill to be good at. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh. and, and that was the moment for me where I was like, I got to do something. And it was a, a moment where, again, like living paycheck to paycheck, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I grabbed my very first book, Think and Grow Rich. And that catapulted me forward where I was like, holy cow, like I have all these limiting beliefs that weren't mine, right? They were taught to me by friends, by family, by teachers, by TV, by, by everything. And I had to learn to change in order to actually grow. And uh, some hard lessons for me over the years were letting go of certain friends, mm -hmm. certain ideologies, certain experiences and you know when i really started getting into it I, you know right off the bat my car got fixed i got a new place to live like things started going in a really good direction 
And that's when I really started getting into the idea and concepts around hypnosis and how it can really access that part of our mind to make it easier versus me trying to really struggle. Fast forward now, almost 20 years, right? I'm married. I have children. We have, you know, a house. We get to go on vacation. And like, I look at my younger self and go, if I never went, is this it? I would nowhere be where I am now, you know, even just getting my education and my PhD, like it was all stuff. If you went to 19 year old Pete and went, Hey, is any of that possible? It would have been a no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that's an extraordinary. And it's, it is inspiring. And you said some really key things that I would love to hit on after the break. Um, you said, I could not see another life. Wow. And how many people in our audience and how many people do we know, they just can't visualize anything different. And you also said that you, it was a life that you had learned and we're all so deeply, deeply conditioned. Now, I happen to believe that even our conditioning, our learning weaves together as part of our understanding, part of our wisdom, and not to be looked upon with bitterness and regret, but with love and compassion. And when we can have a perspective like that, I really believe that we can grow to the stratosphere when in body, mind, and soul. And so I appreciate that. Uh, and I'm going to be touching base with you a little bit more after the break about these limiting beliefs. And I would say also that hypnosis warp speeds the process. And we're going to be talking about that. And that's one of the things that got me interested is a friend uh, kept saying, you've got to come and get training in hypnosis. And um, I began to think about how it would make my heart's desire to connect with what I call the soul, which I believe is an intersection of the mind, the gut, the RAS system, and we, through hypnosis, they weave together beautifully, and then we get to tap into this deep inner knowing. So hypnosis for me was transformative. And then uh, because of my heart's desire to be good at what I do, incorporate my other skill sets, I took another course. And it's through that course uh, that I, I got my certification as a uh, hypnotherapist, and I love using it. It's similar to many other things, and we're going to talk about that, but people have scary thoughts about it, you know. We still have that mindset about, you know, we're going to get on stage and cluck like a chicken, or, you know, the, the practitioner's going to have us do a strip tease or something like that, which all can be really fun in the, in the right setting. But hypnosis is not that. It's, it, that's the fun side, but the the side that serves humanity is so deep and so rich. It's totally safe with the right practitioner. And I'm going to look forward to talking to more, uh, more about it with you when I get back. You know, you're listening to Salation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more.
Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Are you interested in natural remedies? Unlock the secrets of herbalism and traditional holistic healing modalities with the 12-month Herbalism Mentorship Program. I will be your mentor, Sharon Maureen. I have been practicing and teaching herbalism for three decades. Dive deep into the world of herbs each month. Learn their history, how herbs support your body, and even make your own remedies. I am also a nutritional consultant and life coach. I will be by your side and you will be mentored, but you will also be supported in healing your own body. Limited spots are available for this transformative journey, so seize the opportunity to deepen your connection to the healing power of herbs. Connect with me at SharonMaureen.com today to secure your spot and start your path to wellness with the Herbalism Mentorship beginning January 2024. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Thank you for listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And I've been talking with Jasea and Dr. Pete, and we've been talking about how we got where we are. <laughs> A big question, but especially as it relates to um, nutrition and hypnotherapy. And our focus today is on hypnotherapy and mindset and how a safe container with a qualified practitioner can offer an opportunity for transformation and it warps beats it. You don't have to sit and figure it out. Your body knows, your mind knows, you know, that little filtering system, your gut knows. And we've got to get to a place in my judgment where we begin to trust that more. And I believe that hypnotherapy actually does an incredible job because there's something that happens to our confidence when we tap in, we listen, we, we, we receive truth and wisdom, and then as a result, we're transformed. Wow, nothing like uh, being uh, glowing and happy and confident and energetic and vibrant, and I could go on. So I am going to um, get back to Jaseya right now. And just say, I'm going to ask you this question. What do you feel is 
one of the biggest or some of the biggest challenges facing our communities at this time, especially as it relates to mindset. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that everyone's so busy, you know, and mm. there's just, there's a level of doing instead of being that we have to do in order to survive and feel like, um, you know, we'll be able to pay the bills, we'll be able to keep our car, we'll be able to keep the roof over our head. And I think it really distracts so many of us. And as the prices go higher and higher, people have to do more and more and more, and they have less and less time to just be. They have less and less time to say yes to their neighbor, yes to an event around, or just even yes to themselves, to be able to listen to themselves, to give themselves moments. So I really think that that's the biggest thing. And then of course, you know, the internet and social media is just such an incredible gift. And then it has a shadow side. And I think that the shadow side is, um, is pretty big. So, and I find it with myself too. So I'd say if any, you know, people who have opportunities to just have a little less that they have to do in order to survive, um, that would really give opportunity. And I experienced that in a lot of different countries that I went to. And, you know, there's always the dichotomies and, you know, the, um, I can't remember the other word, but, you know, like the both sides. So many. The juxtapose. Yeah. The juxtapose yes. of, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people I spent amazing time with in caves in Turkey and, you know, in South America, Eastern Europe, in Africa and Cuba, in all of these places, they wanted to come to America. And I explained to them. I understand what you're saying and here is the other side, you know, and so even though they had so much time, they wanted, you know, these abilities to be here. So both both places, whether we have more time to just grind our own flour and go to the weddings and hear the songs that our aunties and our mothers and our, you know, grandfathers are singing and learning how to dance at the end the shadow side of that is you never have privacy you maybe can't make enough money you have to stay in a family lineage that you don't want to and so on the flip side here we can do whatever we want but the shadow side of that is the level of loneliness that people feel the lack of knowing your neighbor and having so much to do that you can't just be so that's what i see wow i i appreciate that and it's, it's interesting because certain personalities, you know, I'm a triple Scorpio, Libra rising, you know, I just, I am, I thrive on busyness, but what I've learned in my life is the centering in my body as I'm doing and the motivation behind my doing. So in my old life, it was all about making sure everybody was happy, I could fix everybody, um, you know, the conditioning that I was the peacemaker in my home when coffee tables were flying through the, you know, the walls, you know, it was like, okay, I was the one that would, you know, the mother hand gather everybody around and make sure everybody was okay, was really uncomfortable with other people's pain. And I didn't know what to do with it if I couldn't fix it. 
So busyness for me transformed when I realized, you know, that I I could be busy because, uh, but it wasn't from a motivation that I better do to prove. It was more like a busyness that now feels really fulfilling from a very deep place. And I know because of the tools that I've gathered as a practitioner, it, how to come back to center and allow myself, like you say, Jaseya, to come back to myself and then reach out to community from that very um, centered and authentic place, not from a place of learned conditioning, uh, fight or flight. And it, it, something else that you said was pretty interesting to me. And you said that, you know, they want the other countries that you've been to, which that's a, a whole wonderful story in itself, is they want to come to America because of what they perceive, right? And usually our perception, I, I'm not going to say perception because that's a different context. What we perceive usually is born out of a way we want to get away from discomfort. Yeah. And what, so if we're in a country that's poor and, you know, you've got all of what we consider the, the life things that make life rich, yet you sleep on a dirt floor every night, right? Or, you know, in some countries you're watching your relatives be killed. You perceive that going to somewhere else is going to um, make it all better. But you know what? That perception is just a story. And uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about that, the stories we tell ourselves and how hypnosis can help us retell a story that truly gives us perception, takes us out of perceiving. Perceiving is usually based in story. So I am going to ask Dr. Uh, Pete the same question. Um, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges as it relates to mindset for our current post-pandemic society. Right, it's one really since 2020, I've noticed increased like stress, anxiety, even like depression of what used to be that they can't do now. And it, it's one where it's grown out of feeling lost, right? We had the social distance for the longest time and that takes away from the connection of even family members. You know, I, like I remember times where it's like, I couldn't even go visit, you know, my grandparents because we're just, the way we both live, it, it was, I say, fear on their end of like, you know, we don't want to get sick. And I'm like, I don't want to get you sick, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And so it just begins to isolate and separate us. And, and then we think of the people who did get sick and how it just brought on more stress to the healthcare industry. And, you know, a lot of stress and anxiety just really built up over a quick period of time. Never mind, I see it in my own kids where when they went to school, it was in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, it, it was no longer in a classroom where they got to talk to their friends. It was you're in the classroom, you go on break, you're by yourself. Then you're back in the classroom looking at pictures, you know, of people, and then you're back by yourself. 
and you can't have that same interaction that we once had. And so like the challenge of really maintaining our mental health, like our wellness to go like, is this it? You know, is this the best we got right now? Mm. Was something that I don't think anyone could really prepare for or expect. And I see it now where I, I look at it as like a pendulum. The pendulum swung on the iso isolation and people are trying to bring it all the way back to being in person again. I, I think we need to foster the environment of both being online and offline because that will help us really prepare and, and adapt to our ability to be around people again, right? To bring that humor back so we can support each other in every way, whether it is mentally, financially, socially, physically, you know, mm -hmm. we need that, that middle ground to start um, just so we can come back to a normal feeling. You know, I sure appreciate it. And it's interesting, the word normal feeling. I think that our normal has now shifted. And what happened, and in my judgment, some of the biggest limiting beliefs was all the controversy really got people to a place where they questioned themselves. And I think when we question and are doubtful about what our soul is telling us, we are very vulnerable to being, um, to become out of alignment. And I look at how families uh, maybe split up and businesses failed and it, it would be easy to adopt the limiting belief that it'll never be better. And am I safe? I mean, I, I had a sick loved one uh, that almost, you know, died. And I know what that fear, it put me in fight or flight. It made me question my own decisions that I had made. And it took concerted energy to move out of fight and flight, flight and fight and trauma mode and realize that I can be safe again. I can make wise decisions again. I can trust myself again. And so... Uh, I hear you saying that everything went went cattywampus. Uh, you know, you say about having your children at the table. I homeschool my kids. They that that was nothing new. I joke with them because they have some. Um, they're not so sure that homeschooling was the right thing for them, but I did it. So I always tease them. I prepared you for a day like this. <laughs> I was a prophet. <laughs> So you got to appreciate your mama for doing what she did. So I really appreciate that. So as we uh, talk a little bit more about limiting beliefs, um, Dr. Pete, I'd like you to elaborate a little bit more about how you have, have and are helping people be successful by overcoming some of these limiting beliefs. Um, I imagine they're having to recreate careers, uh, shift career choices, uh, maybe whatever it entails to be a successful person. Talk to us a little bit about how you're working with people to help them be successful by overcoming limiting beliefs. Yeah. So when we talk about that, like I always think about what a limiting belief is. And I always view it as it's an invisible barrier we put on ourselves. 
right? We box ourselves in to this container, you know? And for us to break free from those limiting beliefs, it means we just have to be on the outside, right? We have to leave that container. And the truth is, it's easy for me to say that, right? It's easy, oh, just go on the other side. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of unknown to that person, right? Who, who may not like the spot they're in, but they at least, you know, whether you want to call it predict, you know, self-sabotage, how you want to look at it, they, they get to know what that life is like. And they know if they leave, they don't know what that life is like, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when we can begin to go, okay, like in our life, we have a whole bunch of beliefs. Some of them are amazing, right? We all learn some really good beliefs, right? Do unto others as we want others to do unto you, right? Go with love and kindness. But then there's the beliefs that may be like, oh, no one in our family has ever gone to college. I'm no different, right? I'm not good enough for this. Who, who am I, right? Um, you know, uh, my value is determined by my appearance, not what's on the inside. You know, we have those beliefs. And when we can go, well, really, let's begin to paint a picture of what's outside the box, right? I'm not into, well, tomorrow, you have to have this thought but let's play around with it, right? What are some good things by letting it go? What are the bad things from letting it go? You know, let's play this game, you know? And this is again, where I love hypnosis. We get to play that game in a super safe space mm. where our mind can really reach its full potential to make those important decisions to go, yeah, like that is way better, you know? And it builds that motivation to, to escape it. So I break it down into three categories for me and my clients is there's our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. You know, when we begin to really work on the beliefs in each one, like, you know, let's say it is, I want to get my value from who I am as a person, right? What thoughts does that version of us have? What emotions does that version of us have? And what actions, right? Because that could be, you know what? I'm going to set up a, a boundary that no one can judge me based on the clothes I wear, on my hairstyle, on maybe piercings or the, the silly shoes we wear, right? When we can really begin to build that, we become more comfortable to live it. That sounds incredible. I, I, um, I appreciate uh, what what you said about uh, hypnosis being able to basically, this sounds like a really strong word, but I don't mean it as strong as it may sound, but literally a reprogramming and, and in a safe way. But the beautiful thing is you as the client are the one that gets to do the reprogramming. It, it's not the practitioner that puts all these thoughts, it's the ability to access uh, the inner knowing, the subconscious, where you know, you see, you believe that things can be different. And so that's another beautiful thing about a good practitioner is they lead you to yourself. <laughs> they, they don't lead you uh, down a path that they think you should go. They lead you back to yourself 
And I'm going to just keep in, in, emphasizing that because I believe, and I've said this before, but it's the most beautiful analogy I can think of, is like the starlink in the sky. And the starlink, when you look up, it looks like a continuous stream of lights, a strand of lights, but truly it's individual satellites. And each of us are those individual satellites, but when we vibrate at our highest or best, when we come back to ourselves as individuals, it becomes a beautiful strand of connectedness back to what uh, just say I talked about. And just say when we come back from the break, I'm going to be asking a little bit about your travels and your community and the mindsets that you've seen around the world that keep these people in a beautiful community-based uh, place. So I'm so thankful for the conversation we had, and I'm so thankful that you are joining us and listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Don't go away. We will return with more. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150.
Welcome back to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. This morning we are talking about mindset and hypnosis. And I have two hypnosis uh, practitioners with me. They are both very uh, knowledgeable and also offer nutrition support or wellness support. And so I've been with Jasea and Dr. Pete. And before the break, uh, Dr. Pete was talking to us a little bit about uh, the limiting mindsets and how people can uh, overcome them with with hypnotherapy. And we were also talking earlier about a post-pandemic time. And he mentioned about the sense of coming back to balance and overcoming mindsets and conditionings and fears and phobias and traumas and... <gasps> I get exhausted even saying it. And uh, Jaseya is uh, also, as a hypnotherapist, is also passionate about community. And she's traveled uh, all over the world. She is a cultural genius. Uh, she is so passionate about other cultures. And and she, we even went to a dance recital the other night with, with uh, dances from around the world. And it was extremely touching and one of the things that I observed about the dances from around the world was how the women in the dance just were endearing to each other. They had a sense of community. And I can imagine that even in spite of their circumstances, they found a way to be playful and joyful and grateful. And it was by connecting to each other, drawing forth the beauty within themselves in community. And so, Jaseya, would you please just share a little bit about some of your travels and specifically about some of the mindsets that you have observed around the world that may be unique, endearing, and uh, maybe ones that we don't really see in the U.S. like you would hope because you're so passionate about community. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can just start by saying that <clears throat> I have always been really upset living in America and in this culture and I just thought that I was just upset and I was in a modern time and this was the way it was and then I started to travel and I realized oh I'm actually happy outside of this country <laughs> you know and it started to just open up my eyes to what is here and what is not here and then what is over there and not there and then my fantasy of what is there and then their reality. So mm. it's actually not black and white by any means. You know, mm. there was there was mindsets that I feel like as Americans, you know, for the most part, we have an individualized mindset and there's a freedom in that. And then there's the shadow side of just that rootlessness, the individualism, the aloneness, a little bit of like colonial mentality. And, you know, when people in other countries, they have um, a lot of their beliefs are given to them based off of their cultures, based off of the restrictions of, um, you know, religion, lifestyle, um, old, old myths and stories and all of that. And, you know, in, in a way, these are, you know, more indigenized ways of thinking. And there are people that live in it and go this is the way it is and it's and it's good and there's people who go there's more i want to be free i want um the familiarity that i so desire and i see so many people lacking in 
in these kind of like, you know, colonial countries and, you know, America. And, and what I see so many of us lacking, um, there's these other cultures that they have this connection. Um, and there's people within that that all they want is to be individual, not known, and be able to live their individual life. So it's like complex in the way that I see it mm-hmm. and that I've experienced it. Um, but when I've been to a lot of the countries I've as a dancer and a lover of music and all of that, most of my travels have been kind of, you know, on the on the wind of music and dance. So I was around um, communities that have strong um, music and dance, you know, whether that's strong uh, wedding cultures, you know, there's wedding seasons across the pond mm-hmm. where, you know, and the, and people come and, and they know that that's wedding season and they're going all over the place to explore it. And, and you know, you're welcome into other people's weddings in ways that it's not quite the same here. There's, you know, mm-hmm. line dancing, circle dancing, uh, live music and a familiarity. And mm-hmm. so I feel like for me, my experiences around in these different countries is a lot of people had a familiar song base, a familiar movement base, a familiar, mm-hmm. these are the rituals that we have. And I was under the impression, or I used the wording that like, we just don't have culture here. And what I realized mm-hmm. is I don't actually agree with that anymore. I agree mm-hmm. that we have a culture here. I just happen to not like it and see a lot of flaws in it. Mm-hmm. And I I see a opportunity for um, space for us to continue to grow our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of gifts within um, cultures outside of America. So, for That's example, beautiful. you know, and it, as, as as it relates to dance, like for the most part, dance is on a stage. Dance is performance. Singing is just if you have a good enough voice. And mm-hmm. in, in so many of these other places, if you can talk, you can sing. If you can walk, you can dance. And mm-hmm. you have seen these movements and heard these songs from the beginning. And so, you know, I think that just, I guess, to conclude or try to wrap it up is that there's a familiarity that I think really brings people together that's really empowering. Mm-hmm. And there are some people within that that don't they want something more but at mm-hmm. the end of the day even in the angst of the people that I met that wanted to get out at the end of the day they were very happy to still have that container mm-hmm. and that's the container that um, that I would love to bring you know and so I try to find ways to do it how can we use elements that the Balkans and the Africans and and um, the folks in the Middle East and Eastern Europe, and of course, South America, all these places, indigenous up, you know, in the Northern hemispheres, how can we use some of the building blocks that they use, but, but create it from where we come from? Is there a way that as a community in, in this individualized place that we live full of freedom, is there a way for mm-hmm. us to find ways to hold hands, circle up, sing 
similar songs and that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I appreciate that and just the passion that you have came across very much so and it, it may seem like a, a quote-unquote tangent about community but actually it's not because as a community if we don't feel safe then we're not vulnerable and without vulnerability we don't truly grow and become authentic so what I hear you saying, Jaseya, was there's a level of vulnerability in the cultures you've been to that we could develop in the United States and create community that would bring out the highest in the best in each of us. And so, Dr. Pete, as I uh, we move on and we come close to the end of our show, I would like to get a little bit practical and have you describe um, maybe a, a, a scenario about how hypnosis um, can help change a mindset and maybe even like a mock hypnotherapy session, you know, just like what you would do to bring a person down into themselves to renew their mindset and come back out as a higher vibrating version of themselves. Yeah, yeah. The, the first thing I always go over is where attention goes energy flows you know and when we think about it in our everyday life if i was like hey pay attention just to your feet on the ground you can really feel the earth underneath you and when you can bring that into now i want you to feel yourself with more confidence what does that really feel like what does that look like how do you act it makes it very much real in that moment and for being a, a hypnotist, a hypnotherapist, when we look in it, it's not about looking at everything just being successful. It's also when you hit a setback, a challenge, how do we overcome it? How do we stay on this path of where attention goes, energy flows? Because it's easy to divert that attention back to the old way. But when you can really get in that space, and for me, I'm just a GPS. If there's a turn you don't want to go down or we miss, Perfect. We get the reroute, you know. I like that GPS, and then they call it P personal PGS. You're you're the GPS for their personal guidance system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love I love that. It's it's beautiful. So what I hear you saying is it's it's just about talking to people in a relaxed state and helping them to renew uh, their mindset, refocus their attention. I love that, where attention goes, you know, that's where your life is, and it's so important. It's not like being a Pollyanna, because I tend to be a Pollyanna. Oh, the sky's falling, oh, I hope it doesn't hit me too hard. You know, <laughs> that's kind of the person I am. But, um, so I appreciate that. And uh, Dr. Pete, and then I'm gonna go back to Jisea, could you tell us how people can reach you? Yep. The best way to reach me is just go to WorcesterHolistic.com. Uh, Worcester, for a lot of people who don't know how to spell it, because uh, for being New England, it's a very unique word. Uh, W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R, and then Holistic.com. You can text, call, email from there. Beautiful. And you do um, consults remotely and yep. and also in person. So great. And how about you, Jaseya? Yeah, uh, Healing Roads is my business, and um, either jaseyazare.com or healing-roads.com, and then of course, beautiful. 
is, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you are looking forward to building your business and offering hypnotherapy in your community. Will you do remote work also? Uh, yeah, my hope is to be able to work with folks all Beautiful. over. Beautiful. Great. Well, I, I'm really thankful that both of you um, joined us. You gave us lots of food for thought. You gave us um, the hope that we can really make a difference in the world by first changing our mindset. That uh, when we're in a healthy mindset, we're going to build the community that serves the world. It all weaves together. And I really encourage, and I'm in North Bend, Washington at Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness. I offer hypnotherapy. I am a life coach. You can go to www.twinpeaksnw.com for my retail and brick and mortar. Uh, or you can go to www.sharonmaureen.com for my life coaching services. And I want to just uh, encourage our audience that sometimes stepping outside, in fact, not just sometimes, I would say most of the time, stepping outside our comfort zone and the willingness to tap in through hypnotherapy can access a piece of you that will not only help you be the person you know you want to be, it'll help you be the person that makes the world what it needs to be in order to thrive, in order to be a place of love and safety. You know, maybe John Lennon was a little, uh, he was idealistic when he said, imagine all the people. And when you think about all the people in the world and why we are disjointed, it's because we're not thinking from a healthy, authentic, loving place. We're not confident. And I know that hypnotherapy can help us get there. I want you to know that I appreciate you listening. And if you're listening to this at another time, know that we love you all. The energy is does not know place or time. And I just want to thank you so much, Dr. Pete and Josea, for joining me. I want you to visit Twin Peaks, and I love you all. Bye-bye.